Hello and welcome to First Geek 411. I'm your host, Deanne Davenport, and this is apparently episode 43, and I'm very stressed out right now getting opening night Star Wars tickets, hopefully, because the guys already have theirs, and their names are Jerk 1, Cameron Franklin, and Jerk 2, Chris Nicolay, because they're like... Wait, why does Cameron get to be Jerk 1? I mean, I feel like it's obvious. They're bragging about... How they already Touché. have tickets, but I'm trying to. I got tickets for my family, so I we mean, can see it together. It and but now I'm conflicted because I have to see it opening weekend just because I have to. And anyway, so that's what's happening right now. So Cameron, how about you go on what you've been up to because I'm really distracted. Yeah. So what I've been up to is getting <laughs> opening showing um, tickets to Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Um, Dirk one. <laughs> you're going to the 7 p.m. <laughs> showing. Um, you know the first one that's happening, and so other than that, so which only took right me now. like two minutes of waiting, um, I also started watching The Gifted and Inhumans, um, both of which are on Hulu and sure and whatever I guess network they are on. I don't know how cable TV works, and so um, The Gifted seems cool. I'm kind of curious to what direction they're going to go with the series. Um, I like that it's post-X-Men, post-Brotherhood of Mutants. I don't know if it's in the timeline of the movies. I don't know how that works. I, I meant to Google that ahead of time and forgot. But it's good. In humans, um, we're three episodes in. I kind of feel like Black Bolt and Maximus are just Thor and Loki. Like, it's kind of like the same dynamic. Okay. But I like Black Bolt's actor. I like the way that he handles not being able to talk. And so, <laughs> just like his like smugness of like, whoop, yep, things are happening. And so, and so, I like that about him. Also, Crystal might be the coolest <laughs> person ever. And I'm hoping she gets Do you some have an update, Deanna? Time. <laughs> I'm so. number 229 in line. <laughs> <laughs> I also um, have still been playing Hob. I don't quite have the Platinum yet because I'm a slacker. But I have the speed run and I have the no upgrade trophies down. And I was going to try to do it with less than five deaths. But if you do the less than five deaths and no upgrades, you get one shot by a bunch of enemies. And it's really hard. So I didn't get that one done. Done goofed. Get good. And so get yeah. good. And so <laughs> I guess I gotta do a third playthrough to try to get that. Um but yeah, that's me. Deanna, who would you like to go next? Go Chris. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're going first? Okay, okay, I can I can wait, Deanna. Go Chris. <laughs> so I also watched the gifted. I'm really liking it so far. Like, really great pilot. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that one. Um, also watched more Inhumans this week. I watched uh, the Netflix series Big Mouth. All of it. Mm -hmm. How is that? And it's definitely... Like, it's hard... So, it's definitely a cartoon geared toward adults. But... Like, they make so many good points about, like, sex education in it that I think at least high schoolers should probably watch it. Especially if you're in an abstinence-only sex ed class. Um, just saying. 
<laughs> um, it it's good. Definitely not for the faint of heart. It a lot of a lot of adult content in that one. Um, I also watched, got caught up on Star Trek Discovery, and I'm intrigued. It's looking pretty good. Um, I was kind of disappointed that. I don't know. That's a spoiler. I can't say that. I don't know. There's a few things I was a little disappointed in, but so far, um, I, I like that it doesn't focus around a captain of a ship. I didn't know there were more, more people more on the ships. A... I thought it was just red shirts and captains. <laughs> Dying red shirts and captains. Uh, but so far, I, I'll, I'm going to try to keep up with it. Despite CBS. Uh, um, that dang CBS. Yep. <laughs> you sound so enthused this week, Dan. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, it's your fault. <laughs> how is it my fault? Both of y'all's fault. Hey, it's not our um, fault we got tickets easily. <laughs> I also watched, started watching Hell's Kitchen season 17. Spot started. 135. Because you know how I love watching people cook for some reason. <laughs> um, played some more SNES games. Played some Mega Man. Ooh. Man, I'm bad at that game. But I'm also not as bad as I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> Took on my first boss with one attempt. Yeah, boy. <laughs> um... That's pretty much been it for the most part. Watch a ton of animes. Give you an update later in the episode. Oh, something that I forgot to mention is that Cadeplex, the guy that we had on that did some voice acting work for the fan-made My Life as a Teenage Robot, has released a comic book called The Frog Boy that you can get well, on I Nook. I remember that show. And so um, I'll talk to him and see if maybe we can get some codes or something to give away to our listeners. And then... Apparently, The Gifted takes place somewhere after Legion and before Days of Future Past. Sure. Deanna, what have you been up to besides waiting in line? <laughs> yeah, now it's your turn, yes. Oh, okay. Um, I'm number 124. <laughs> and um, then let's see what else I do. I watched The Gifted. It was good. Um, can't wait. It's kind of reminded me of Heroes a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. like, yeah, so maybe that'll kind of fill the sad hole that was left by Heroes. Um, I saw Blade Runner 2049. It was a sequel. That was... It was a sequel. Uh, long. <laughs> <laughs> How long was it? It was like almost three hours. It was two, two and a half to three hours, somewhere around there. Um, but, I, like, I don't know if I was, if I really liked it or thought it was good. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, I really don't know That's what I not think vague. about it. Because <laughs> it is what it is. Like, it's the sequel to Blade Runner. And it just kind of expanded a little bit on the moral dilemma that was the same in the first one. It just kind of added a little bit to it. Um, 
<laughs> I heard it's hard to I mean describe. I heard it was good enough to like that people like people are saying don't buy a soda or anything because it's so long yeah. but you won't want to leave the theater like it, it held my attention the whole time so it wasn't okay. like I didn't fall asleep I wasn't bored but like after the movie I was like was that a good movie <laughs> like it's just <laughs> I don't know what to think about it. Um, like, did it feel like a three-hour movie? No. Like, when you were done? Like, the pacing or... was, wasn't bad. Like, it didn't feel like, oh, my gosh, I've been here all day. Um, it was, yeah, like, it was good. It was entertaining. It was fun to watch. It's like you got out and you're like, oh, that was a three-hour movie. Yeah. And, <laughs> but then thinking, like, kind of trying to analyze it, be like, what did I just watch? It wasn't really anything revolutionary. Like, okay. you know, you know, it's just kind of like, well, that was a good sequel, fun to watch. If what I but watch does it again, need to be revolutionary to be a good movie? I don't, I don't know. Like, it's really, <laughs> I'm really conflicted about it. Like, I don't really know what to think. It's like, there's evidence that it was a good movie, but I'm not, but I'm not convinced. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, 112. Um, I you also... guys saw Blade Runner 2049. Let us know what you thought. Yeah, because I'm confused. <laughs> Do you agree with Deanna? <laughs> maybe um, maybe you could clear some things so up my for My favorite Deanna. part is like, she might be confused or she might just be so focused on Star Wars right now. Th- that that's that's um, the only that's sci-fi thing, thing like... she can think of is how she yeah. doesn't have opening tickets yet. Quiet. Um, <laughs> and I'm ignoring you right now. Um... I also watched my baby brother, he loves it when I call him that, um, stream on Twitch. He played some Bloodborne, and that was a lot of fun um, talking to him name? in the chat. And his name is Hayden, and his uh, Twitch account is Hayden for Helix. So if you want to subscribe to him, go ahead and do that. He's Can you he's subscribe to him? Is he a, is he a Twitch I think it's just on. I think you have to be on Twitch, but um, I think you just have. I think you could only follow him. Yeah, you can. Only yeah, you follow can him. follow him. I don't really know. I'm not on Twitch a lot, so I'm not 100 percent sure on how everything works. But <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm on Twitch right follow now. Him. If you like, he's fairly new, so you might end up a mod like I am because like only a few people showed up. But <laughs> suddenly hey. mod. <laughs> I'm a mod now. That's how that works. So, yeah, follow him if you want. Um, hey, you, you know. new person. You're a mod. <laughs> you're all mod. He was basically like me up. and one other person. He's like, well, you guys are mods because you're the only ones here <laughs> interacting. I think more people were watching, but there was only a couple of us actually like in the chat saying stuff. Um, I, I finished. <laughs> I finished follow. My Hero Academia season two. You finished it? I finished it. All 36 episodes? There were 39, I thought, or 8. Or 39 or whatever it is. Yeah, the last Either one. Either way. The last so one excited. I actually watched subtitled because I was one episode away. I was like, I can read subtitles for an episode. And? Yes, oh I gosh. know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, it's the, so good. It's a really intense season three setup. Like... From how season one ended to how this ended is, like, vastly different. Like, it was really dramatic. Like, I was sitting there, like, glued to it, just freaking right. out. Like, oh my And God. you watched it all at once. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, like, watching it. I'm, like, thinking, 
that escalated quickly. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, this season was 30-something episodes. Never mind. <laughs> Deanna, I'm going to need your password to that. <laughs> I'm going to have to change it. <laughs> something that you can actually use. A password use. that, yeah, is specific for that. Um, anyway, uh, what else did I do? I also watched the first episode of season seven of Once Upon a Time. That's still going? Yeah, and they're basically taking it in a whole new direction. Instead of a being in... A new direction. Uh, <laughs> Instead of being set in Storybrook, Maine, they've like Henry's grown up now, and okay, it's in Seattle. Um, is that a series I should binge watch? The first two seasons. I'll take that as a no. The silence answers everything. The first, the first two seasons. Yeah, after that, you make up your own mind. Um, but. I'm really confused as to how they're, like, because there's some, it seems to be a whole new, um, like, location and new characters, but there's still some characters, and everyone's, like, lost their memory again, and I don't know how timelines work or how any of this works, I'm just kind of confused, so I might watch some episodes and see how it goes, but. It's, it's Disney's version of the X-Men. A bit. (laughs) <laughs> so how do timelines work so i've got mixed feelings about this season premiere but um yeah that still exists so okay so i've been up to and i am number 79 hey that's my number um Whoa, yeah. getting there. Also, that means there's gonna be a pause coming soon we are also presently waiting for the last jedi trailer to go live and so if we like, if that doesn't happen by the time we get to movies, you may have random Star Wars talk, in the mi- more Star Wars talk in the middle of whatever That's periodic okay. segment we're in. I could move it. That's maybe. always allowed. Can Depends you? on how, like, quickly we just jump into it and just, like, if it flows. I'm sure we will say pause for Star Wars. Pause for Star Wars. Pause for Star Wars. We just need to periodically say pause for Star Wars throughout the episode. Pause for just Star to, Wars. Like, we'll put it here if it's happened. Yep. My patience is gone with these two. Um, so let's go on to games now. Please. That's not our fault. <laughs> We're talking about not the my trailer. Fault. Talk, about, talk about Shadow of War. Hey, so this week Shadow of War comes out. Whoa. Whoa, dear. In releases. That was our thing. No, just <laughs> and so it's a sequel to Shadow of Mordor. It takes place so kind of in the Lord <laughs> of the Rings universe. I mean, it's not... It's not lore, yeah. but it's awesome. It's its own version of the Lord of the Rings universe. Right. It it I'm still so excited. Oh my goodness. Like all the updates they made to the Nemesis system mm, looks and so cool. just everything you can do. Oh, I don't even know what to say, but you will find out soon enough. <laughs> when Chris eventually gets to it. Through his backlog of games. Slash, I just jump straight into it because it's that game. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to play this one. Do I just kill everything? Everything. Isn't that like how kill you play everything. that game? Like Sometimes. Sometimes you go through and corrupt things and take over um, things. And you're right. Shadowy things. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so excited. Uh 
Mm. Well, you're also getting you a game solid. that I will not be getting called The <laughs> Evil Within 2. Yes. That I am Looks zero interested in. Yeah, but we got to talk about it because it is a big title and lots of people are excited about this. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. I'm not going to play it probably, but I'm excited to see everything that comes out of it. Um, I'll probably watch a Let's Play of this. <laughs> yeah. And I hope whoever and whoever I end up watching doing the Let's Play, they better be in a dark room alone. <laughs> yep, hard no. <laughs> yeah, so people that may not know, The Evil Within 2 is a survival horror game by Bethesda. And so... Bethesda. And developed by Tango Games. Or Tango Gameworks. Sorry, my bad. Shown at E3. Damn. Yeah, also got Need for Speed Payback coming out. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, occasionally I'll buy a Need for Speed game. This might be one of them. Wait, why is that on here? That's, sorry, I lied. That does not come out this week. You done goofed. For some reason, it showed up on the seven-day list, but it comes out next month. Perfect. Seven days from next month. <laughs> Number 56. Okay, Deanna, do you have a silly description for us? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> so, a uh, silly description for this week is... What is this called? Tiny Barbarian DX is one... Let's see, let me start over because I'm terrible at this. Um, Tiny Barbarian DX is one barbarian's sort em up quest for vengeance. Inspired by heroic fiction classics, Tiny's Journey offers a muscle-bound medley of engaging 2D platforming and 16-bit inspired pixel art complemented by a catchy chiptune soundtrack. <laughs> the action is broken into four individual episodes, not unlike fantasy stories and pulp magazines, each boasting its own unique setting, enemies, and music. Woo! I feel like... <laughs> I feel like she read that with no punctuation. <laughs> I feel like there was, Another like, no punctuation, though, if you look at it. Like, there is two sentences. <laughs> I, just, I don't care if I have to see it at, like, midnight or something... And she doesn't even care that yeah. we're talking about her reading the description. She just goes straight back to Star Wars mode. I'm like sitting here staring at my phone. Speaking of Star Wars, because um, I guess that. we can segue into news. I'm the host now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But there's been some, I'm the some host pay now. to win accusations Mine. that have come out about Star Wars Battlefront 2 um, in light of the beta that happened this past weekend. And so apparently with how the mm-hmm. loot crates or loot boxes to differentiate from loot crate, the company, um, how the loot boxes are oriented. There's a very big cash value or a big, very big incentive to um, put a lot of cash in because it gives you better upgrades. One example that they give um, in their article, this is an article from IGN says there's a TIE fighter X-wing card that just flat out makes your primary fire stronger. And while its base level is only 2%, the fourth is much more significant at 10%. So by buying a lot of these crates, you actually get a big in-game advantage. Like 10% damage is probably a lot. Why'd they do that? And so... um, Two steps forward? I mean, 
Okay, we got a campaign now. One step forward, two <laughs> steps back. Yeah. Darn it, Battlefront. That. Darn it, EA. It's all EA's fault. And so, another example that they Every give time. is that one of Boba Fett's Every cards time. makes him totally immune to damage when he's firing his rockets midair, but only at fourth level. And so, like, that's a serious in-game advantage. So, um. And so, yeah, so we're going to see what happens with that. Um, like, how about EA? Take it out. Yeah. And so this was the beta. Just saying. But, I mean, conceive, like, so there is still time for people to, to talk about what they want. And so, and this even has Let's in the see. article, the beta is very clear to say that current drop rates aren't representative of what they will look like at launch. Well, it's potential that EA will actually so, listen this time. Number 10. And so <gasps> it depends on how quickly you get crates, how quickly you can earn them, what's the incentive. Like if, yeah. if you're popping a crate every other like nice. every other match, then that's not too bad. But if it's you're pop you're getting like a different crate every two hours, like and that's a huge advantage. So Deanna is presently number seven for the <laughs> listeners, because who can't see her? holding things up so we'll see what happens with battlefront um yeah i guess we'll find out closer to release um we we also got a new star wars odyssey trailer we six (laughs) (laughs) and so six star wars odyssey six what so i can go so i can wait did you say star wars i did say star wars odyssey i was hoping you wouldn't catch it (laughs) And so, new Super Mario Odyssey um, trailer. It looks like more Mario. Like, and I don't, I don't think it added a lot to what we knew about the game, but it still looks pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I don't think their goal is to. It's just to remind you, hey, yeah, this is coming. Yeah, that's very maybe much, this month. Yeah, very <laughs> much how I felt about it. Um, let's see, we also got a trailer for God Eater Three. I'd never heard I'm of intrigued. these games before, but they're kind of Monster Hunter looking, where you fight these giant monsters and stuff happens. But second, it's in a more modern world, though. Yeah, and and so you yeah. have like it looks it looks a bit more I was gonna say anime inspired, but Monster Hunter is pretty anime inspired. It's pre-anime <laughs> and so that's not an app description but it looks a little bit more fast-paced like monster hunter tends to be pretty plotting what? and that's kind of their aesthetic that they go for is you have to make every swing count you have to actually partner up this one looks more like a like an action game we also got an announcement this week that horizon zero dawn is getting a complete edition and so what does that even mean does that just mean it comes with all the dlc it, it comes so it's with like... the one dlc and so so it it's just plus the one current DLC because they're planning on doing more. Yeah. Also, when does the Frozen Wilds come out? Um, I think it's December. Makes sense. So. It's when Montana's oh, in its Frozen November Wilds. November 7th is Frozen Wilds. <laughs> so. Oh, that is when I live in the Frozen Wilds. Yes. And so. <laughs> it is in the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, and so I, I've kind of talked about this. I've... Oh, this the um, complete edition is releasing December six, um, so a month after Frozen Wilds. It seems you really again really weird to me to release a complete edition of a game that came out that year. Yeah, and also like 
what happens when you release more DLC? I don't know. Like then do you, do they make like another edition? Well, they, they're more, still set up like, to do like the a game more of the complete year. edition. Like I, I I get why you would set like release another edition. I I do understand that calling it a complete edition is what I don't understand. Especially like doing this like right before like you're getting new people who haven't played yet to come in and play now mm-hmm. and hype of more content for it. Especially since it is such a phenomenal game. Yeah. It just seems so weird again to release it the same year that the actual game came out. Like it's not hard to find. You can still find it easily in stores. Yeah. So it's also like, yeah, exactly. It's not like we're talking like a complete edition in the sense of there's like eight expansions that you need. It's the complete edition that comes with the one piece of DLC. Yeah. It's, it's like Horizon plus one. Yeah, and so it just but seems then, like, really weird. What do you call like the other editions that come after this? I'm sure there'll be game of the year. There'll be like I'm sure we'll get some kind of like definitive edition. Yeah, definitive edition, Motherland, whatever the type thing. Yeah, and so I'm sure we'll get some kind of stuff like that, but. It just, again, I don't know. It kind of, I guess they could be doing it in terms of like game of the year hype and trying to get stuff out for that. But, yeah. It, it's still that then now you have like three three things in, matter, in less than a year. Yep. Of release. I don't know. Let's in see. other news, uh, a certain game about stretchy arms is getting a comic. Yeah. <laughs> Dark Horse is publishing an arms graphic novel? Question mark face? I think it's coming out in 2018, I guess. Yeah, fall 2018. I Don't give me. I, I like I'm I'm I just I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it's, there, it's Arms has lore? I guess maybe. <laughs> well, uh, maybe? Is does this fall Something? in the category of like Mario's technically used to be a plumber? Even though that was never relevant to the games, I guess, and yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> it's just it's just a random little thing. It's like Nino's like, yeah, maybe we should make should let's have them make that for us. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> for those who aren't familiar with Dark Horse, they are known for publishing like lots of like compendiums and stuff. So they've produced uh, The Legend of Zelda's Hyrule Historia, which is like the history of Hyrule throughout the games. Um, they also did the Arts and Artifacts book as well as a book about with about the art of Splatoon. But they have also what they're known for, they're also known for their graphic novels among many other mm-hmm. things of like their compilation yeah books. Um I think, and they 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 are their own, like independent thing. But they they do a lot of publishing for other companies, kind of right. like you're they saying. They do a lot of licensed yeah. stuff. Is it's like they've done say. a lot of the Avatar comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes, they mm-hmm. did. But I think the last thing for gaming news that we have is that um, Connecticut has become the first state 
to officially start esports programs in high schools. That's cool. Yeah. Wait. So, so can I can I move the Connecticut become an esport coach? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> like so. Um, this is an article on Mashable. Um, we'll throw a link in the show notes, of course. And so Connecticut, uh, this is a quote, Connecticut um, became the first state to partner with Electronic Gaming Federation, EGF announced last week. This means high school level esports competitors will start competing against each other in regular seasons starting this spring. So starting spring 2018. So it's a spring sport. Um, at least initially. <laughs> no, wait, it's just, so is it, <laughs> eventually you're going to have, so spring is, spring is for, FPS, yeah. Fall is <laughs> fall is gonna be uh, so. or mobas, <laughs> and then winter's your RTS season. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm curious. I'm looking on their website, and I'm not so, quickly finding anything of what games it's actually going to be. So if they've said what you what I heard, Cameron, is that <laughs> we need to hurry up, launch the podcast, so we can sponsor an esport. High school team. I'm in. Because that. I mean, like, we don't have any swag for ourselves besides the pins, but why can't we be on jerseys? Exactly. And so, (laughs) um, one of the things that I'm really excited about for this is that UConn, the University of Connecticut, um, has already offered up scholarships to champions. And so, like, that's like really solid that like UConn is already jumping on board with this. Not it sounds like easy scholarships at first because it's like, well, is two teams this year and i just happen to be on the winning team yeah well okay so according to the article egf has operated um in the scholastic e-sport price play uh, space previously organizing a test season with 15 connecticut school districts that accumulated in a state championship at uconn so if their test season like that's 15 districts i'm mean, like granted here most school districts only have one high school because um, most mean, like that's still at that's least still, fifteen teams. Yeah, like that's a pretty good amount. And so, if any of our listeners go to one of those schools and want to write in and tell us about it, like that's solid. Maybe your that's your sport this year or this spring. Yeah, screw track and I'll field. Gladly, <laughs> yeah, I will gladly go and watch our youth group people play esports games. Hey, and if they start in time for. <laughs> For me to be there for PAX East, we can go to yeah. one while I'm visiting. I mean, I'll talk to, we actually have a guy that's in our youth group that's pretty solid at Call of Duty. And so I'm going to talk to him yeah. about it. And other nudes, if you're listening to this, um, Emerald City Comic Con tickets have gone on sale. And I may Ooh. or may not be attending. I haven't decided yet. Yeah. I have till Same. tomorrow or 11th to decide. We have two days. Two, two days, days from recording. <laughs> To decide. We need to talk about this off air. Yes, or we can talk about it on air and just let every, fill everyone in. No, I'm just. Um, but we can. Deanna, what's next? I'm checking out. No, <laughs> stop, stop. Not what I meant, but okay. <laughs> We're doing movies. Start talking about movies. Okay. Well, I'm trying to buy. So things. for releases in movies and entertainment this week, we've got the awesome-looking Jackie Chan action film. The Foreigner coming out, and I am so excited to see Jackie Chan in a more serious role again. <laughs> but we also have more Jackie Chan news later. <gasps> oh, what? This week we also get bum, Marshall, bum, bum. the s- 
biopic about Thurgood Marshall, the first African American Supreme Court justice. Hmm. Pretty exciting, actually. I'm, I'm, I actually want to see that. And we also get Happy Death Day, a kind of horror film about a girl who keeps reliving the same day trying to find out who her murderer is. Yep, not a fan. Kind of am. It looks interesting. We'll see if it, like how different it is from the rest of its genre, I guess. So we also got a new Justice League trailer this past week. Um, I think from New York City Comic Con. Yeah, it Comic-Con. looks lame. But oh. it looks. Dan is like not enough Wonder Woman. Yeah. I mean, basically. Though. Let's just skip True this story, and go straight to that sequel. And so I, I think it looks kind of generic superhero. Not enough Wonder like Woman myself. and not enough Momoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and where's Channing Tatum in this movie? <laughs> not enough Channing Tatum. <laughs> I sure hope the like the little bit of comedy that's in the trailer isn't the actual amount like the actual like type of comedy like it's just exclusively this type of comedy because it was like zero funny like huh but okay stop trying to be marvel (laughs) yeah we got a we got so we got some news about fantastic beasts slash mostly just some shots (coughs) yeah we got like a a teaser pick Mm -hmm. i got him Woo! I don't know how, but I did. So you can host now. <sighs> Let me Let me take a deep breath and recenter and myself. So, <laughs> so we got a picture of Scamander um, applying for a travel permit, and so where's he off to I'm now? Excited about that. And so I'm excited. Hopefully, it's really cool. Um, does it tell you? It doesn't yeah. tell us where he's going, does it? In the permit. I do not think so. I I do like that his um it says pending, but there's a Ministry of Magic Denial code. Then yeah. it says subject uncooperative and invasive on reasons for last trip. As in the reasons from the previous movie. And so I think that's really funny. And so we also got the announcement that there's a Bob's Burgers movie coming in 2020. Why? Really? Why? I, I, I know there's going to be a ton of people who are excited about this, but why? Like, I mean, I really like Bob's Burgers, but like we're talking about three years from now. Yeah, especially for that far. Um, I mean, I guess I don't, I'm, it makes sense that Bob's Burgers is getting a movie. I mean, we have the Simpsons movie. We have... You know, mm-hmm. and all that, but also, why are you like setting it out so far? Not, I'm not gonna remember. We're like, okay, I'm gonna lose interest really fast. Yeah. And so, like, we're already on season eight of Bob's Burgers. Like, so they're hoping to get to season eleven, basically. For like, so they'll still have hype for this movie. I don't know. It seems like they should have tried to get this a little bit earlier, but that's just me. I agree. I agree. In other exciting news, like I said, we had more Jackie Chan news. Jackie Chan is the best. Yes, he is. Um, So Rush Hour 4 is happening. (laughs) Speaking of movies that are taking place way too far out. 
Um, <laughs> will Jackie Chan even still be alive? <laughs> just just oh. kidding. Of course he will be. He's awesome. He's immortal. He's immortal. He'll never die. Um, we don't know too much about it, obviously. it's So it just has the red light. Jackie Chan's obviously on board. Um, Chris Tucker, question mark? I haven't heard too much. Um, but either way, if this actually happens and whatever, I am stoked. That's one duo that needs to be reunited. And that's all. Now I want to go through and watch all three rush hours again. <laughs> rush hour marathon. Naturally. Have you guys seen all three rush hours? I think so. I think it's been a long time. I know I've seen at least the first two. Okay. But I do not know if I've seen so seen the last one. Does our must see movie to watch have to be one that we haven't seen? I feel like occasionally we might just have to pick like a must movie, like Rush Hour, to put in there. I feel like the one that we had is must see. No, not for this week. Just in oh, general, like in general, like where we get like I pick mean, an older it's film. It's kind of unclear. Deanna's the one that's in charge of that, and she's segment. too distracted right now to make yeah. any decisions. So we'll move on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we will just agree to whatever. We, we also say. got a, another. Yep. <laughs> Stranger Things two trailer. Mm-hmm. So excited. Which comes out later this month. Yep. It looks cool. I mean, it looks very conspiracy theory-esque. Um, looks very... And so... Aren't you glad you've seen it so you know what's going on, Cameron? Have I finished it, though? We haven't talked about it yet. Oh. Well, why are we talking about musties? <laughs> oh, it's because there's a trailer. I'm so distracted. <laughs> This is what happens when, when Star Wars tickets go on sale. Ticket buying happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Every time. All aboard the struggle bus. Oh, I didn't was not planning on spending that much money, but I did it. And we also talked about Justice League earlier and how there wasn't <laughs> enough Wonder Woman in the trailer. Speaking of Wonder Woman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, listening now. Um, so yeah, Gal Gabbett was on SNL this past week. Um, she does really well. Um, I always like it when they put like a- um, actors on there versus like they athletes. athletes on SNL. I guess I never paid yeah, attention that um, closely. There's been some, and they're, they're always like really mechanical. Occasionally you get a good one. And so like, oh, well, he's a basketball player, Charles Barkley. Shots fired. <laughs> uh, I think it's him. And so he's always just like crazy robotic he's whenever trying he's to on laugh SNL. Himself. And so it's always like, oh, like there's one semi recently, I think, that I was watching, and it's, oh man, it's the struggle bus. And so, um, but yeah, she does really good. The One of the sketches is her out on a first date with somebody. I won't give away who the somebody is. Um, was but it a Chris? It is hilarious. I'm just kidding. And so. <laughs> It is not one of the Chris's. So. But. Deanna, what are we going to do now? Um, <laughs> are y'all done with movies? <laughs> Why 
Why do we let her host? <laughs> why did? Why am I hosting tonight? Because we have a rotation. Goes on sale is the actual question. <laughs> it's not my fault that they chose to release tickets when it Maybe was. Maybe you my thought night, that it'd so. like bring in a, a certain level of excitement to our podcast, and they're like, "Yeah, that sounds good for them." And then, uh, guys, did y'all feel that suspense? <laughs> not sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, also on that, um, on that, I mean, completely unrelated. Um, first impressions of Thor Ragnarok have gone up, and they seem very positive. And so Thanks we'll be getting New York City Comic Con and the screening there. Tom Hiddleston's the, in it. How, it so. can't be horrible with Tom Hiddleston in it. And so, <laughs> what about Chris? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Pine, I think. So. Apparently, the Ragnarok though is apparently is like almost a comedy. Like that's a lot of what I'm seeing is that like it's genuinely funny, which is perfect for their characters. I mean, versus it just being, yeah, that's who they are. So far, that's like mostly what we've seen in the trailers. Is just a lot of humor, Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially between Thor and Hulk. So. I'm still on my fan theory that Mjolnir wasn't actually destroyed, but I just want that out there. If it's not, I called it. So, okay. Now what are we going to do, Deanna? Um, we are, um, how stranger things we're on the musty movie to watch segment. Okay. So I finished stranger things. Um, I had a, I ended up having three episodes left after last week. I was at the start of episode six, not the end. Uh, it's really good. Um, they did a really good job with the act, like all of the cast, especially the kids. I was mm-hmm. really impressed with them throughout the throughout the whole thing. That like, it's theoretically not like Star Wars Episode One um, when it comes to child actors. Now and this so, is pod racing. Now this is pod racing. We have stuff on that later. And so, um, teaser. Yeah, teaser for the end of the show. And so I really liked that. I felt that the monster, like especially towards the end, kind of left something to be desired. I wish that they would have left the monster mm-hmm. more a mystery. Mm-hmm. Rather than like, because I feel like it was pretty early on. Like we know what it looks like. We basically know how it acts. And so I I think it would have been cool if like they had left it a mystery for longer so that we could have that like what you think it could be is always scarier than what is. And so. You mean like the village? I actually cannot confirm whether or not I have seen that. Movie. They released the new Star Wars. We have another movie for awesome. Kevin to watch. Yep. Slash maybe Deanna too. <laughs> and so, yeah, they released a new poster an hour ago. Yeah. I just know, see. I'm just now catching she up. You spent too much time in line. I literally. It's probably recorded. Virtual cues. That is. I probably like said in the recording that the new poster has been post like put up, but. <laughs> This is going to be the most entertaining podcast we've ever. <laughs> and so, I'm trying to think what else. Eleven is legit. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm kind of disappointed Stranger Things season two is going to pick up so quickly after um, season one. Because I really want to see an adult Eleven just go crazy. Mm-hmm. 
like just kind of see where she's at with her powers by the time she's like I want to see how many like, egos she's eaten. <laughs> you want yeah. like a bar graph of egos? I'm like, uh, whenever I feel like I need to go buy some ego waffles. To I feel eat like that's the only thing you're allowed to eat when you're season. watching the show. That was like Chris with the cup of noodles from Final <laughs> Fantasy 15. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know why, but I just bought 18,000 things it's of true. cup noodles. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, this is all I've been I, eating. I forget what episode. It might be like episode four or five. Like, you literally talk about how many cup noodles you've eaten. There's a lot. Uh, <laughs> hey. <And> so, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes? I forget what I was going to say. That happened to me the other week. I put a comment about it in the show notes where I, like, make an illustration and then forget <laughs> what I'm like, saying, like, halfway through. That's not where I with that. It's like, I, like, I finished the illustration and, like, we just kind of go on with the show. And then, like, I was listening oh. back through it. I was hey, like, that Lloyd. literally made no sense. <laughs> what episode did I talk about ramen noodles? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little fresher in your mind. <laughs> yes. And so, um, yeah, Chris, did you watch the rest of The People versus George Lucas? You did. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> is here Wars. for this conversation because it's about Star Wars. Well, I'm just surprised Why? you finished it. I don't know. You seemed very uninterested in that. Like, I, I just that dedicated. It's been a, the last few weeks have been rough. Okay, Deanna. Okay, Probably I'm rougher sorry. than your just one your past hour about combined. Okay. I'm still <laughs> calming down. <laughs> she has too I much height. breathing exercises. Oh, Deanna, will okay. you change your emoji choice on my Facebook comp, like post now that you have your opening night tickets? Touche. No. <laughs> you don't have no. to be angry anymore. <laughs> Don't have to be angry anymore. Because he's still seeing it before you. Cam <laughs> doesn't like it when I'm angry. <laughs> I I really so, want like uh, I Chris, really what do you think of <laughs> never mind. I'll save that for later. Um, <laughs> I thought it was really well put together. Um, that's really all I have to say about it. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what else to say because like really it's just me talking about it. It's weird. I thought it was yep. good. There you go. I've made my thoughts on the people versus George Lucas well known two episodes ago. Now now I have to make my thoughts on it. Um, I would like to see an update. Mm. Like with the transition of Lucas films to Disney and everything. Like with that update and like like what fans thought about that. And like just going through like a little more in depth and like more current. I guess. Yeah. One of the things that like, I think I mentioned on that last time we talked about it was like, they make the statement that George Lucas is, um, is always going to be bigger than star Wars. And really this hype that we've seen over episode seven, rogue one, episode eight has kind of proved that star Wars doesn't need George Lucas. He got it off the ground and now we're like, okay, so (laughs) take a step back. Um, You've had you've you've had your fun. It's like we thank you. Yes. <laughs> now stop. <laughs> yeah. But with that and this week's new movie. So camera. Yes. Zombie Land. 
So Deanna can go and see the zombie kill of the week and report back on that for us next week because apparently every once in a while we get to choose. <laughs> yep. <laughs> She's so distracted. I'm, I'm responding to people's snarky um, Twitter thing, Twitter comments. <laughs> Deanna, what's happening now? Uh, nothing. <laughs> no, I meant like in the show that we're doing what's right next? now. Oh, <laughs> that. Are we going? Okay, so yeah, I'm going to watch Zombieland because I've been putting that off for I don't know how long, but it's about, about time I see it. And Chris and I will have some stories about Zombieland for next week. Let's yes. go to anime. So go, this week Chris, I want to just give you my initial thoughts on three animes that I watched this week. Three of the big titles this week were Ancient Magus Bride which is so good so far. Um, I'm excited to actually see uh, Chisei's development. So currently we have three like OVA-type chapters, three parts for like an OVA-type thing kind of about her life currently. Or like... What does OVA mean for the listeners? I don't know. Original video adaptation. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Just in case, hypothetically, the listener doesn't know that. And if the listener does know it, let us know. (laughs) Um, And so there's been these three parts. Initially, like last fall, Ancient Mega Sprite started. We just got this one part, and I was like, oh, this is going to be such a good anime. And then it turned out, it's like, oh, by the way, it's going to be in three parts over the next year. And then we're going to have a season of of it. So we got, so we, we, we've kind of really attached ourselves to some of these characters so far over the last three parts. And now we get an actual anime season and it's kind of starting at the beginning of Chisei's story. And I am super stoked and it is beautifully illustrated. And for those who aren't watching it, do it. You're beautifully illustrated, Chris. (laughs) Um, the next big title I want to talk about is black clover. There's been a lot of hype around this, and initial thoughts are it feels a lot of like a lot like Baruto's dad, like straight up classic, classic Baruto's, Baruto's dad. dad. Like it starts off, you have a a young character who's pretty loud and obnoxious, um, seemingly no skill level in much, but has his eyes set on like the top spot, like wants to be really, really high ambitions. And um, so he's kind of dealing with like, he seems to be an orphan. He's struggling a lot with that, but he has like a caring, like he lives in a caring community for the most part. So it has a lot of those themes going for it. Um, I guess we'll see how they develop it and how it, I really, I feel like they are going to go a different direction than Bardo's dad, but we'll see for sure. Um, and then, obviously, we are in season three of Shokugeki no Soma. And obviously, I'm just excited for this show just because I love food and I love anime. Now I have a food about anime. <laughs> well, we've had it, but I'm just excited to move into the next thing. Uh, as usual, Soma is. You know, his, you know, he's aiming for that top spot. He's learning. He's 
trying to adapt his cooking technique, and he's just causing all sorts of problems in the school as a result because he doesn't understand how things are supposed to work, and he's just breaking all the like the usual traditions and everything in this like prestigious school. And they're like, "Stop it!" But he doesn't. And we're starting off with Chinese food this first start the start of this first season. Yeah. Ooh, I Can't do like go wrong Chinese, with Chinese food. So those are three enemies. I th- I do recommend them all so far. Um, the only one that we don't know as much about is Black Clover for the most part, unless you are familiar with the mangas, then you are familiar with Black Clover and I know nothing. Um, but there you go. If you haven't checked them out, check them out. Okay, and with that, let's go on to Dugong Gold News. Wait, what segment is this? Let me try that again. Dugong Gold News. Like how she had like slow it down. Brain is done working for tonight, so I'm just surviving the rest of this podcast today. So let's start off on a high note, and we'll end up on a pretty sad note. Does that work? Okay. I don't know what that yep. means because actually there's some there's I think Deanna has no input yep. even though she's hosting. Yep. <laughs> so Google <laughs> I've been setting this up for like a month now. Google has had their Pixel event announcing the Google Pixel 2s, the Pixel 2 and the Pixel 2 XL. And there's nothing more fitting for this segment because they have removed the headphone jack. Why? How do you feel about that? No. You know, I was just thinking, it's about time they did. You know, I'm all on board with that dongle life. The dongle life. Your expression while you were saying that, Chris, really makes me wish we had, like, recorded video on You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just on board with dongles now because I'm realizing how useful they are. But sometimes you just don't want to charge your phone and listen to music at the same time. But sometimes you want to like connect other things to your phone. Maybe I. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you made it farther than I wanted with that joke. Like I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I'm really impressed that you made it through the statement that you were excited without dying. Did I though? It sounds like I did, but I don't think visually I did. <laughs> um, you did not, but but it's still regardless of that, regardless of like its drawbacks and things. The Google Pixel lineup is looking really promising, particularly with uh, their co- competitors' competitor options to Apple products, such as the Pixel Buds that were also announced, which is Google's. Uh, Bluetooth headset that will be fully compatible with the Pixel 2 for live real-time translation. Yes. Really? And that's like, like this is what I'm talking about with the difference between what Apple has been trying to do and what Google or Android companies are doing. Like we're actually seeing cool things that are useful, like that you can potentially use and like, and are innovative in terms of tech come to other mm-hmm. platforms. Whereas with Apple, we're like face tracking. You could have, you can <laughs> animate your, with your own face. You can animate your emojis. I'm like, okay, 
I don't care kind of thing. Um, unfortunately, they did set the trend of dropping the headphone jack. And I guess I understand that it's kind of like with the idea of innovation, you have to move forward in some things. And the auxiliary jack is an archaic port. It's been around. It hasn't been updated. It's uh, it's analog, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of the phones, so Pixel Two starts at eight hundred forty-five. No, um, forty-nine. The Pixel Two XL. Pixel does. Two XL. The Pixel Sorry. Two, just in general, starts at six forty-nine. It's not. Awful? The Pixel 2 is a 6-inch screen. That is That's pretty huge. cool. Um, we talk about design. Uh, it's not quite an edge-to-edge display. They did fix some of my gripes. They definitely did fix some of my gripes from the original Pixel, which was the blocks on the top and bottom. So they did extend the screen more so, so it actually fills up that face, and you don't have like this usual black, useless black bar where... Samsung usually pushes their touch capacitive sensors for their for their home and back buttons, um, mm-hmm. which is awesome. So they fixed that. That was like one of my biggest drawbacks on the original Pixel. Um, the camera has received the highest rating ever on one of the camera rating company sites um, that kind of rates it just based on specs mm. for the most part. Um, so... Shots fired, Apple. We'll see what your iPhone 10 has in store, I guess. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's the iPhone X. No, they want you to call it the 10. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, it has... Oh, also, like, note most companies, like when they have the larger phone, uh, put a different... Usually a better camera in the larger phone. But in this case... Both the Pixel 2 and Pixel 2 XL have the same camera. Hmm. That is nice. So you That's don't nice. have to pay to print. Like, because it is such a big phone. That's six inches screen. That is a big phone. Um, They did. They even adopted some of the other technologies from other com- uh, companies that have adopted the Android OS. Such as, like, uh, a squeeze. So it's like a slightly softer thing. And it actually has response to you squeezing your device. Like, as an action, we'll hmm. see how useful it is. Um, yeah, it's an interesting thing hmm. uh, that I'm skeptical on, but I can see, like, used with the right features can be pretty awesome. And I don't know, other than cost and everything. So, actually, like, there's a lot of talk about this actually being a good flagship to compete with the iPhone ten. And I think so too, especially at its price point. Yeah, I mean, one hundred fifty dollars for the XL versus iPhone X is definitely a positive starting point. And if it can compete on tech for one hundred and fifty less dollars, like exactly, that's pretty um, good. Also, can we talk about? I love. I talked about it. Oh, we actually no, I didn't because those episodes aren't live. Um, for now, but can oh. we just talk about Google's naming process? Maybe. Okay, so well, it's not even like a really a process. I just love how they like name things. Um, 
So your color options are just black, clearly white, <laughs> kind of blue. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I love like it. it so much. <laughs> um, that sounds almost as bad as like some makeup naming. Mm-hmm. I do believe things like black, black is black, really black. Black it brown. sounds like the scene from um, <laughs> Parks and Rec where they have the ribbons for Lil Sebastian's funeral. Oh. <laughs> and it's black midnight onyx. Right. Yeah. No, that's literally how mascara colors go. It's like black, black is black, like onyx black, black brown. And it's like, so, oh my gosh, so granted, why? What's the difference? So last year, the original pixel colors were very silver, quite black. <laughs> really blue and I, I i just thank you google uh, i don't know why it just it's just it cracks me up it's wonderful i just want to go hang out at google because it sounds like it's made up of it sounds a bunch like a of really wonderful cool pl- place to work <laughs> it sounds like a happy place I, although you know someone got yelled at because they went with like super blue instead of kind of blue <laughs> which is the name that they put in <laughs> And like, it's like, no, we already did really blue. We can't do super blue now. <laughs> you're fired. Oh, Get you're out fired. of here. Um, as usual, also, the phones are water resistant. What else do I want to name? Oh, also, like, the two, like, so when you're watching movies, you actually have two speakers facing you. Like, that's where they put your loudspeakers. We're at the two bars at the very end of mm-hmm. the screens. In... That's kind of cool. I, li- I like that design aspect of it. Um, I'm excited to see Google's new software like setup. So, like we, I mentioned a few weeks ago when they released Arlo, um, that like it's a text way to interact with Google Assistant instead of having Every to talk to it. Every time hear Arlo, I think of the dinosaur and the good dinosaur. <laughs> I kind of think I side note, did y'all see the video of the little girl crying about what while she's yes. watching the good dinosaur? I was like literally this is what Pixar does to me too. <laughs> I connected with that child. I've never met her, but she understands what Pixar does to us when they do sad things. <laughs> Especially anyway, like in such a short amount of time. Uh, sorry. Um Yeah. Get up, dinosaur! He so we talked a little mama. bit about the Google Buds. So instead of individual earbuds, they are actually they are connected to each other. So harder to lose, single pieces. Um, but they aren't okay. true earbuds. They kind of sit on the outside of your ears, um, and they aren't true. Like mm. so, because they are connected, you only have controls on one side. Um, and then they also don't work independently, obviously, uh, like the AirPods do. Um, but some of the features and like we'll see where they go with this. We'll obviously see, be seeing a ton of uh, comparisons between the two in the coming days. I don't think they'll ever be true comparisons because they are kind of two different products, in my opinion. But mm. we will see. We also got s- some new Google Home products. We got the Google Home Mini and the Google Home Max. Yeah, I'm already yeah, invested are. in Amazon. Like, like at this point, like, what am I gonna do? Like, 
reinvest? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't have the money for Why that. Not I just bought a new heater for my house. <laughs> <laughs> Por que no dos? Por que no dos? This is the question you asked me earlier, and I was like, I have tickets and for now, Sunday. Why not also get tickets and for And it resulted in the half an hour of Deanna having a crisis and trying to decide. I like that you think that was only half an hour. <laughs> oh, that, that was just before she decided to finally go and buy the opening night tickets. And then it proceeded and for him. the next. <laughs> so, I can't. I I couldn't handle the. We have opening night tickets, and my like fear of missing out, like anxi- anxiety, <laughs> just kicked in and took over. And you know what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with the results. <laughs> so with the new lineup, we now get a smaller version, more compatible, more to be more competitive with the Echo Dots. Um, starting at forty nine dollars, we get. The Google Home Mini speakers that allow you, obviously, to interact with Google Assistant with whatever. Um, the Google Home Max is a much bigger speaker, obviously, higher end, starting at a lot of money. That's all I'm going to say. I don't remember price right now, nor can I find it right away. <laughs> but we also got a thousand dollar. Pixelbook. Huh. So, this is wow. What's that going to well, do with the Chromebook? It, it is a, essentially both? a Chromebook, but a high-end Chromebook. Okay. Does this mean that oh, okay. Google is more serious about competing with Microsoft on as a primary operating system in the tablet market or in the laptop market? Hmm. I'm not sure. Um, it looks super nice. It looks like it has a lot of Surface-like features. Um, it's small. It's thin. It's light. Obviously, it looks it looks awesome. But at a thousand dollars, is it? Does it make sense, especially running on the Chrome operating system? Only time will tell. Um, we also got some updates to their VR system, Daydream. But more VR. We needed more VR. Which we have more VR even coming up right now. Microsoft had their Segway. Microsoft had their. Also, what? I want Segway music. I want Segway music forever. Whenever we do a really Listeners, good job with the Segway. Kessler. Matt Kessler. Segway. <laughs> Someone write a Segway song. Um, Microsoft had their mixed reality event. It was essentially 40, it's like an hour of them just just showing off their technology. Also, they have partnered up with other companies to develop their own headsets in use. And it's super cool um, potential for it in terms of just on the business end. Uh, They've showcased Ford using it in their design process and how you could actually just overlay like new designs over old vehicles and kind of see like what changes as like make changes like live and you don't even have to be in the same space to see what's happening on like to interact with your coworkers and the design changes not only does it speed up the design process but also eliminates a lot of waste that has been used like when you do 3d modeling for the process um kind of cool <laughs> I thought the coolest thing was something I would love to do with you guys, which is go into a virtual space together for when we're recording and be like, we're all together in real life. 
Just like what we Keith need Smith. is more technology yes. that could go wrong. Can we have like a cool table where we're like holograms? Like in Kingsman? Yeah, that's or that's exactly like kind Wars, of how they're showing it. And we're all sitting in the same room. Yes. That's that's kind I love of what, I love it when movies inspire technology. I'm like, yes. yes. I love that so much. And that's exactly what I was thinking when I watched it. It was like, I just watched Kingsman. That's all this is that's it. That's what's happening, right? Like this is They have special this glasses. Is, this is real. Um Can can we have cool looking glasses? Unfortunately too? not yet. Podcast branded new the new augmented reality headsets do look a lot better. There's more options for them now, but they are still pretty bulky units that. I wonder if ready player one is going to inspire like people to go to work and school and stuff in virtual spaces. So, but at the, the same future. time, I, I mean, I feel like that conversation has been going on for a lot longer than like that. Even mm-hmm. that book's been around. Yeah, true. Like as soon as we had like webcams that, like, but then that what if that started. like, like kickstarts people working on it more i guess i guess you shouldn't base yeah. it on dystopian societies though <laughs> true yeah that, that that's like, the fear <laughs> this is why well, we don't trust like, artificial intelligence also extremely minor spoilers for ready player one like it's not necessarily like they make the like the virtual reality and then dystopia happens that's true i'm just saying it's not like, like like you can't but the stuff was coming right anyway. if you, you start pointing <laughs> right it yeah. was not caused yeah, by true, the vr stuff like, yeah it was probably artificial intelligence. my point is there's better <laughs> probably better sure literature like literature caused for examples by. to base <laughs> like technology on i guess i don't know maybe <laughs> okay we've gotten way but off on it this tangent looks super awesome they're like they even they actually like microsoft actually showcased some of the samsung VR stuff to kind of show what the potential is. So super cool stuff. And I can't wait to use it one day. (laughs) 2020. Here we come. I don't know. 2020. That's when the Tokyo Olympics. But that's when the Bob's Burger movie comes out (laughs) that we can watch together. In a virtual space. (laughs) In a mixed reality space. (laughs) Maybe dating will be easier for me then. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't have to try to date no one anymore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Moving on to, but with that, yeah. Some, some sad very news. Very sad news. Aww. A moment of silence. AOL Instant Messenger do, is officially do, dead. Do, do, do. To which everyone said, I didn't know AOL Instant Messenger was still around. I feel like they tried to keep Uh, it around just so they could be like, 20 years. We did 20 years. Yeah. Like, I feel like that was pretty much it. AOL was like, or who owns AOL now? I don't know. We won't get into that. I don't know. But, nope. But it's so interesting to see how that, like, the technology of AIM became such a big influencing factor. It was kind of one of those, like, medium technologies Kind of like. Is this um, the first PAs. time we talked about AIM on this? I, I feel, feel like, like it might be. We did, but maybe not in a live episode. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I I don't know. So, for anybody that doesn't know what AOL Instant Messenger is, it was the way that you could instantly talk with people before like Facebook was our and first cell phones. And so, experience as kids. Yeah. Mm hmm. 
It's the first time you had to learn not to give your location to people you didn't know. Yeah. ASL, though. ASL. And so... <laughs> and so please never give your home address to anyone over the internet, kids. Uh, great job, millennials. We were so dumb. We were so <laughs> way dumb. Way to be way too trusting uh, to start off with. We were so and dumb. So, uh, but... It also came with a lot of other features. So you had your unique usernames. You could change how your font looks mm-hmm. and stuff. You can set away messages for when you weren't at your computer. Yep. Because you were one of the cool kids who had broadband for some reason, while everyone else was still using dial-up. <laughs> I just felt like dating myself, like dating us, you know? It's like, yep. There's a quote from the article. If you were a 90s kid, chances are that there was a point in time where AOL Instant Messenger was a huge part of your life. You likely remember the CD, your first screen name, your carefully curated away message, and how you organized Mm -hmm. your buddy lists. It's true. It's also where we shared pirated music. Now we have... (laughs) I mean, no, that didn't happen. Hey, we didn't know it was illegal then. (laughs) Yeah. There weren't laws against it at that point. I hadn't seen the ad that you wouldn't download a car. <laughs> so, true. It's true. Since I hadn't seen that yet, I didn't know it was wrong. And so, I'll let the record show I'll gladly print a 3D car. <laughs> like, or 3D print a car too. off the internet. Like, Does once really technology gets point, there. You just built one. Are you, it's not like you're branding it. It's like, I 3D printed a Toyota Camry. No, you just 3D printed a car. I like how your car that you because went to was car. a Toyota Camry. <laughs> like you, you just like you could have gone anywhere else. Like you could have gone to a Ferrari. You could have gone to a Jaguar. No, nope, probably because I wanted Camry. to trust a Ferrari that was three D printed currently. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So if you happen to be one of the dozens of people that still used AOL still instant more than that messenger, watch My Little Pony. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. um i think it's time to go to facebook chat or twitter or instagram (laughs) or get a smartphone guys like snapchat or whatever whatever social media you is there an ao i'm gonna go app store i'm curious that's probably why it's dying because there isn't one (laughs) yeah like i mean like whatsapp and all that stuff is there i'm trying to see if it's if it's a thing there's an AOL news app, but does not look like there is an AOL instant messenger app, unless it's part of the AOL. Oh, app, that's who owns AOL. Verizon. Who owns it? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Verizon also owns Yahoo. So Verizon owns Oath, who owns Yahoo. Yahoo! Hmm. Oh, the memories. Which I'm also really Me surprised so still exists. Lately at work, we've been getting, I see a lot of people with Yahoo email addresses. And I'm like, I wonder if they've updated their stuff since the hack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always tell, like, there's a couple things you don't trust. You never trust somebody that still uses an AOL. You never trust somebody that has a Hotmail. 
and I'm pretty sure Yahoo falls in that same category if you use it for anything other than fantasy sports. Because apparently that's the best way to do fantasy sports. Maybe that makes sense why all these people come in with Yahoo addresses. I don't know. What's next? What's next is Magic the Gathering and other tabletop games, which I know like very little, if any, about. So proceed, gentlemen. Take it away, Cameron. <laughs> so this past week, we got a brand new logo for Magic the Gathering. It's a logo. It's slightly different than the previous one. Yay. Good job, everyone. What did they do exactly? So, and so is this changing like the backs of cards or? No, the backs of cards. Okay, so they just the updated same. the. Um, basically, the font different, is slightly the different. The gathering now. fits under it. It's a little different. Okay. Yeah. And so it also looks like it's incorporating the same type of logo for the Magic the Gathering arena. And so it looks new, not a huge change, but it is, there's not very much magic news. Okay. Um, (laughs) And so, um, although we did have the magic, the gathering 2017 world championships this past weekend, shout out to William Huey Jensen for winning spoiler, I guess (laughs) because people go back and Um, watch one plane after the fact. I don't know. I go back and watch. Don't you look at stats before you watch? Like or do you do you treat it? I also never remember. Those people who like so it doesn't matter. Like, don't tell me what this game is. I, I DVR'd it. I want to watch it. I want to. <laughs> oh no. I mean, I don't follow that yeah. closely, and so, like, I mean, like, I follow a, a couple of the professionals like on Twitter and stuff, so I'll see their posts about it. But... I mean, I don't. I don't. It's not like going back and watching is a bad thing. It's just like magic is different. Like you can <laughs> odds are like if you're going back and watching, you're also looking at the stats as you're watching, so you already know. You're not trying to, like, I want to be surprised. Yeah. I will go back, and I assume this is something sports fans do, too, is, like, I'll just go on to, like, Star City Games and just load up a tournament and just start at the beginning and go through. And I'll just, like, have it on for, like, like a couple days and just have it, like, play or listen to it as I play video games and stuff like that. So, And I just, I never seem to remember what happens, (laughs) at least in generalities, but... Um, so yeah, that happened. Congrats to Huey. And so in board game news, we are getting a standalone expansion to Spectre Ops, um, which I think is a one versus mini, um, like tactical movement game type thing. And so this is called Broken Covenant. It's pretty. And so... Um, it looks like it's cool. I've always heard good things about Spectre Ops. It's another one of those games that I've been um, meaning to play and just haven't. It's a bit much to invest in without having played. And so I haven't wanted so to buy it. So what you're saying is you should have went to PAX Unplugged. I mean, yep. Or and go so. to PAX Unplugged. You could still go. Oh, wait. This weekend... I'm pretty yeah, sure I this mean, weekend was the last weekend to buy passes, though. And so I'm trying to see. I don't see a price for it. I don't know if that's been announced yet. But um, but that's cool. Like I said, I've heard really good things about that game. It's on a good amount of, like, best game type lists. And so 
And then we also got the announcement that they're, um, the company that makes the dragon shield sleeves is going to start making board what? game sleeves in like various sizes for different games. <laughs> and so as the person that sleeves all of the things and gets really frustrated because there's not good thing, like there's not great sleeves for cards. Like I don't know, Phoenix covenant and you have to buy really wonky Aww. sleeves because of the square cards. It's true. That and don't so last. it ended up working out. Okay. Um, shout out to their discord for the help on that. But like, there's also games like Seven Wonders that just like have slightly different Cameron, sized I don't cards. See Phoenix Covenant and on so, here. I'm sorry. I'm just, I mean, I already have. Yeah, sleeves but you want to upgrade so. those sleeves to good sleeves. And so, I mean, it might be they have square non-glare. Are these? Oh no, those are even too small. Like this is this is the problem with board games. It's like so they have square sleeves, but they're not the big enough sleeves for phoenix covenant their new website is so much better than their last website not gonna lie dragon shields because they also updated for, their website and everything oh, for, with this announcement and mm-hmm. stuff and yeah yeah so i'm really excited um also there's a website i think it's top shelf gaming and what they do is they organize upgrades for various board games and so you can, um, I think they're a local game shop somewhere. I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but they'll organize like, this is the side card sleeve that you need. And so, um, I really like their website whenever I'm buying upgrades. Top shelf gamer. Gamer. And so you can so go wait, and check out buy, all like, the what, stuff they on Just there. premium versions of game pieces or, there's stuff like that, but if you go to like to certain games, like I, I'm for sake of argument clicking on Dead of Winter, a Crossroads game, and so it has like the made uh, Mayfair sleeves that are the right size for the game. It has upgraded game pieces. It has inserts. Um, but why? And so it also has like various other. But why stuff. is Ticket to Ride on the bottom shelf? I thought this was top shelf. Because <laughs> it's alphabetical. <laughs> And so, I like uh, being difficult. Okay, so yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> I'm a fan. Let's see. We also got some announcements from. <laughs> I just out of the show notes. I've um, done that before. Pause for dirt. Pause for dumb. Manam. Derp derp. So while that's happening. Derp 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 derp. For the record, the Spectre Ops board game is thirty eight fifty. That's not too bad. Game, which is not nearly right. as expensive. It's probably as I because thought. there's just enough that you probably looked at the total price of buying everything. One point. Yeah, and so we're getting so the the news article that I wanted to talk about is we're getting a bunch of new games from CGE, which is the Czech Games Edition. Um, and so one of the games that I want to talk about is Pulsar twenty eight forty nine, which is a space based Euro. Um, and so I think it sounds really cool. I like space. Euro games. I like space. We're taking you to our theme park um, in outer you're space. You're going to discover alien technologies and... Deanna's like, and, speaking of space, how about, Star, how about them Star Wars? Space Jam. <laughs> how about them okay, Star wait Wars? For... Um, it has a unique dice drafting mechanic, and so I like dice. <laughs> I like drafting. It's like all my favorite things. <laughs> this game, This game sounds like everything that I need. And so, I mean, it's from uh, a guy called 
named Vladimir too. It's kind of mm. it's kind of sweet. And so we'll keep that posted. The map looks really cool. I really want to just start fan. buying random games because like random things on it. It's like, why'd you pick this game? The guy's name's Vladimir. <laughs> I mean, I think I've told this story in the podcast before. One of my first hobby games, if not the first one that I bought, was Roll for the Galaxy, which I impulse bought off Mass Drop because it had a bunch of really cool dice. It's true. I like that idea. And it ended up being a crazy good game. So, um, but I think that I just exited out of the show notes again. <laughs> it looks different suddenly. Speaking of updates, do we have yep. a Star I'm Wars wa- trailer I'm yet? I'm not watching it. <laughs> well, I'm looking at it. Pause for Star Wars. Sound because I don't want too much spoiled. <laughs> Put your thoughts in the words, Diana. We're on a podcast. You have to say it's things. gonna literally be pause for Star Star Wars. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> I love what they're doing with the soundtrack. Uh, oh, yeah, I score is fantastic. Just... On point. Oh, I almost mm-hmm. cried. <laughs> I can't. I can't. This is going to be a tough episode. Okay, so to let's. <laughs> yeah. So for getting this onto the podcast, let's give some live impressions, especially since I just tweeted that we would have them on this episode. And so. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I like the new like I like the tech I like where they've gone with all of that the porgs are cute I guess spoilers if you don't want to know what happened in the trailer I, like, I, maybe but, I'm, I'm intrigued like that toward the end of the trailer was I'm like whoa okay wait what what does it mean what does it mean precious what does it mean and I think that's I th- that's my favorite type of trailer it's because now you have to watch it like you have that to find out what's going to happen. You have twice to find out weekend. what every little, every little scene is pointing to. In this case, like yeah, oh, and there's like it, to me, there's a lot of stuff in the trailer that looks like it's going to be misdirection, right? And that's yes. also like they're going to think so, like, you, they're going to make you think it's one thing, but it's going to be something else. They did that with right. the, some of the Force Awakens trailers. Yeah, and they did that with like making it look like Finn was the one that was going to be the main right. force-sensitive person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it looks like, especially with some of the Kylo stuff in it, like some of that is, it's, it's kind of the scene, yeah, it's well, what scenes don't editing. actually go together in the movie. And so, which of course is how trailers work. It did not seem yeah, nearly I didn't as spoilery see as I was thinking. Spoilery, from what, like in uh, the director's tweet. Yeah, like it doesn't. Like, there's some stuff like we see the building on fire. My, I'm putting my guess that that's Kylo. But like, that's not actually the present. Like, that's going to be a flashback. A spoiler for me would be and, like if they showed an actor or something that 
was supposed to be kept a secret that's like, oh, they're going to be in it? Or, like, oh, they're that character's going to show up? Yeah. Like, that'd be a spoiler. Yeah. Or something like a yeah. death that, like, like, if something like that is in the trailer, or... Yeah. Like, and with how the trailer ends with Kylo putting out his hand. Yeah. Well, they they did a like, lot of things like that. So, like, you never really see multiple characters in the same shot mm-hmm. in this. Mm-hmm. Which really points to a lot of that. It's a lot of it is misdirection. I'm shaking. Um, <laughs> so we currently yeah. know that. Also, mad she, hype yeah. for Captain Phasma to f- hopefully actually have a major part. Yeah. And so, and so that makes that looks really cool because that is one of those shots that we see multiple characters in. I'm nice. And, and so, seeing we saw Carrie Fisher in the trailer, and just seeing her gets. That's, mm-hmm. it's gonna upset Who's me that? anytime I see her. <laughs> just like the feels, <laughs> um, and of course Mark because I love him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm interested to see where they're taking this story. So Deanna, how do you feel about Mark? He's Hamlet? my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gotten an awkward waist yeah. hug from him? And I paid for that awkward waist hug photo, and I'm so glad I did. <laughs> and I cried in his face when I got his autograph. So does that make Mark? So Hamill wait, you're telling me you like... pay for affection? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Does that make Mark a prostitute? Like a hug prostitute? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, any other initial impressions that we have to the trailer? I'm just really excited to see, like, I love just the feel of the soundtrack so far in general in terms of, while still being obviously Star Wars. Yes. Which, (laughs) like, I'm interested to see how it's going to differentiate itself from um, the other movies, because everyone knows, like, Force Awakens is very similar and very kind of parallel to A New Hope and other bits of other movies. But I'm wondering how this one's going to hopefully stand on its own and be its own film while also being part of, like, feel like it's still part of the same universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and depending on that. Okay, one. okay, okay. What if, instead of a space station that blows something up, we know that they then upgraded to a bigger space station. Then they upgraded to a planet that blows stuff up. What if they get a whole galaxy that blows up other galaxies? <laughs> and then pod racing. <laughs> Bam. Call me George Lucas. I just saved Star Wars. Anyway. So I feel like like based on what where we're going with this one, I feel like they wanted to do something that was just familiar and set up, but so they can take it mm-hmm. into a different yeah. direction. That's that's kind of how I felt about Force Awakens. Everyone complained like, about being it being similar, but I was like, well, they're trying to be a bridge like, in between. We're not sure where they're going with it yet. What we know and what's in right. the new char- and introduce the new characters in a world that seems very familiar, so that yeah, like you said, we can do something brand new with it. Like we're gonna make you feel yeah, safe, and then we're gonna something. destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you you needed something that was obviously Star exactly. Wars to start you off for a new trilogy. Yeah. And so far, yeah. so good. And like it's 
it from is all the Star Wars feedback I've heard about this director. It's like everyone's really excited, like the actors and everything. They're like, it's new, but it feels right. I think it's something Daisy Ridley said. Oh, so right. So, yeah, I'm seeing it twice <laughs> opening weekend. And I'll probably cry every time I see it. I'm going to see it every like, day. Because I cried in Force Awakens just when the opening title started. And my mom was really confused. She was sitting next to me. She's like, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just so happy to see a Star Wars movie in theaters again. <laughs> yep. That's going to happen. The emotions are going to take over so like good. they have this whole evening. All the emotions. So this whole evening. True fan. Hashtag true fan. <laughs> We're still like two months out. And this happened the past two years with Rogue One and with Force <laughs> You need to get out of a city where it is that stressful to buy tickets to go see That's a okay movie. with me. Yeah, yeah, I'd like it to be less stressful, please. So, <laughs> like, There's too many people like, here. We just throwing this plague. out there. <laughs> the very first 3D showing in Helena Thanks, is Dwight. still up for grabs. Like there are still only two sold out shows. If I can have a horse in ranch in Montana as well, I'll I'll take I'll night. take all that. <laughs> I think that's very Perfect. doable here. <laughs> see see you when I have the money to move. <laughs> that's actually just called yeah. Helena. Like everyone just has their own horse <laughs> <Yeah>. ranch. <laughs> Wait, you didn't ride horses to school? Unfortunately, no. Oh. We oh, got asked that question normal? though a lot. Oh, okay. From the town that I'm from. You think you got asked that question? Just Texas a lot? things. I wish. I w- if I could ride a horse to school, I would do it. That'd be really fun. Do they even have cars there? Pick up, pick up trucks. That's a question I do. <laughs> They're called trucks. Do you want to get back pick to the podcast or no, recording? That's okay. <laughs> did we finish up board games? Okay. Yes. Yes, we okay. did. That's why we so went into Star we have Wars. Corrections. I got a text from my mom. Apparently, someone burps in episode 36. If anyone can identify the, the burp, please let us know. And it wasn't edited out. So. Maybe we'll start a bet and see who do you think it was that burped. You have a 50% chance, apparently, because it's whoever wasn't talking. I think it was I me guess, that maybe? was talking. Aww, yeah, apparently, Deanna was talking. And so. Well, it depends. Like, you could have paused to burp. You get to take credit for confusing me about where I thought the burp was <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I, I did do that. But that's for another time. <laughs> it's like, it's right here. Ah, <laughs> uh, pre-show oh. recording jokes. It's great that the listeners mm. don't get them. Good times. <laughs> and think yeah. it looks like we have some yeah. feedback as well. Yes. So last week, one of the things that we talked about was the new Legendary expansion. And Chris asked how much it would cost to get the whole thing. And so I ran the math. It's somewhere around $350 to get um, the legendary deck building game and all of the expansions. Now, that being said, you don't need all the expansions to play. Some of them are probably characters that you're less interested in. Um, And so you don't need all of that to play the game. But we also already gave a shout out to Lloyd H. Taylor on Twitter, who is going through all of the all of our backlog. And so he had a couple things. Um, his first one was a two-part tweet. He says, I don't get all the pod <laughs> racing hate. 
Besides young Anakin being super annoying, thought the podcast pod racing stuff was well done. Um, there was actually a, a PC and arcade pod yes, racing game. Both were the, a lot of the fun. Arcade games. The I arcade game them. is really fun. Now, there was also an N64 game. Kind of want to find them. Yeah, you like you sit in Anakin's like little pod and you actually hold on to the um, handles and you mm-hmm. like oh. move the handles to turn it. It's so much fun. That sounds super familiar, actually. I, every time I see it in an arcade, I'm like, I'm playing that at least yeah. once. <laughs> My nine-year-old self was once. like, yes, must do and that. So, but I did. So Cameron replied on First Geeks 411's official Twitter saying that mm-hmm. it, it's not so much that pod racing deserves the hate, but it's analogous to like everything else <laughs> that was wrong. Yeah. And so, that, like the, I have, I say that pod racing represents the bigger problems with the movie. And so, pod racing is this obscenely long scene that doesn't need to be remotely as long as it is. Release. Yeah, and so, and then of course, it also just has all of the bad acting that we came to know and hate about. I actually think pod racing would be awesome. I'd go watch it. I agree. And like, I think if they would have made. Like, cause I guess like their reason for pod racing was that it'll establish Anakin as a good pilot and setting up for the end of the movie where he just like jumps into a starfighter well, and like starts flying around have space. Fast reflexes to be a pod racer, and most humans don't have reflexes to pod race unless they're they can have like force abilities. Mm-hmm. It was right. <laughs> And I, I think that they could have done that with less time. <laughs> and so. then earlier today, he apparently, I, I don't even remember what we said exactly about oh, Twilight. He, he, um, co- he confessed that he, he has did. read He said he three books. didn't see the movies, but he binge read all the books. But what, like, I don't remember what episode, <laughs> was it 20? Apparently it was, it was episode 28, um, let me go to our website and we can, I can, I can check the show notes that someone does and see if I like put a note in it for about we where that is. In the, you, in the episode. And so <laughs> thank you for I really just doing what you're supposed to tell to. me that they Definitely. actually use the show notes. A friend of mine so told like me I'm she not likes wasting the show all notes. of my time. And so, and I think for the record, episode 28 was, was the first oh, episode. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Dina my first hosted. host. Considering that. The title host. is being a host <laughs> and our first Harry Potter experiences. Um, apparently, it's somewhere around six minutes, 15 seconds. Because in the show notes, I have shots fired Twilight <laughs> fans. So I have no clue what happens. Oh, and I also have at like 30 seconds later, hashtag hate the sin, love the sinner. I assume that pertains to okay, Twilight. I'm fi- so you said episode 28. I need to find this real quick. You said about yeah. six minutes. 6.15 is what I have in the show notes. They show that, like, it was a Black Mirror or maybe it was Dimension 404. Which was, like, Twilight. And you guys thought I was talking about Twilight. But I meant, I was thinking it was, like, Twilight, like, Twilight Zone. Oh. And, yes, this was Deanna's first show Me. hosting. Because at one second into the show, I learning. have Deanna hosts her first show. So. 
you could argue that this show wasn't hosted by Deanna. <laughs> Stressful things were happening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I wasn't 100% here. <laughs> she host. was busy. I apologize to my listeners. And then we apologize for Twilight existing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so back to the show. Okay. <laughs> I think that's everything. So he mentioned that he read wants like, to bring us up. I'm surprised. So I should say that I also read all three books. This is ta- this is confession time. And I've seen all the movies. This is kind of confession time. But I had a reason to. It wasn't so much that I was doing it for enjoyment, but so I can tell people why they're wrong. It's for research I was going to say, was it to impress a girl? <laughs> Pretty much, because I had to see, it was like, why are you making such a big deal about this? Why are you obsessed? And I read it and like, let me tell you why you're wrong about this series. <laughs> So we watched the first Twilight Why? movie in chemistry senior year after we finished the AP test. Was so your class like nothing just to so do horribly misbehaved? <laughs> they decided to torture you? No, it was, I think it was two guys oh, and six girls and no. we got outvoted. Like, I forget what movies we were choosing from, but the other guy and I, I'm pretty sure voted for one movie and the other, all six of the girls voted for Twilight. Bringing up traumatic memories, but why was that even an option? Because <laughs> that was the one that they brought. Oh I forget what the other one was no. that we, that was oh. brought. But I thought you guys were going to be learning about the viability of having sparkling skin. <laughs> that would have been a lot more yeah. fun. But it was post AP test. Bioluminescence. So <laughs> 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 Oh, Chris. <laughs> I think I think we have an episode. Somewhere, yes. somewhere in there, there's an episode. I'm I think sorry. Chris is going to have a lot of work I am editing. going to have a fun time <laughs> editing this episode. Okay. Deanna, bring us out. All right. <laughs> if you want to... <laughs> Why are you laughing? If you want to get in contact with us, you can visit our Facebook page, our Twitter, and PlayStation community at OneGeek411. Or you can send us an email at 1STGeek411 at gmail.com. You can rate us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. And check out our show notes that we keep referencing on our website at OneGeek411.com. And you can also chat with us on our personal Twitter accounts. I am Deanna790. I'm Humar Whittle. I'm not so foreign. Thanks for listening. I love you. <laughs>